0: Joining us today in our book talk segment, great to welcome a man who's written a very interesting book for people that uh, lived up in New York. They know all about this, but uh, I think people around the country heard about it as well. It's all about Kitty Genovese, the murder, the bystanders, the crime that changed America. We're joined today by uh, Kevin Cook. And uh, Kevin, good to talk with you. How are you today? Not bad. How are you? I'm doing great. I, I, I'm one of those folks that uh, grew up in New York a little bit before my time uh, when it happened, but I, I read a lot about it and heard a lot about it up there when I lived uh, in New York City. And uh, this is uh, one of those kind of cases I guess like the O.J. case, that just people uh, people know about, right? A lot, a lot of fascinating layers to it.
1: That is true. It's been fifty years now, and uh, and it's still a vivid part of uh, uh, American history. An awful lot of people know it from their college courses, uh, psychology courses, where uh, it's taught as a case study of people not coming to the aid of someone in need.
0: Yeah, the what, the Genevieve syndrome is that is that the term for it?
1: That's it. Yes, and. Uh, uh, it turns out that the original case uh, is much more complicated than the way it was presented at the time. It was not an instance of 38 people looking out their windows uh, while a uh, grisly murder is underway and watching this predator stab Hittie Genovese to death over the course of 30 minutes. That's how it was reported, but uh, that's not really what happened that night. People were confused. Some were afraid. Some didn't know what was going on. Uh, I found it fascinating to uh, try to, to uh, unpeel the mystery of what uh, truly occurred in Queen's the night Kitty Genovese was killed.
0: Yeah, for those people may not be aware, Kew Gardens area is where it took place, really kind of almost a suburban area of New York, even though it's in the city in, in Queens, but not known particularly for being a high crime area, right? At least at that and time. Just
1: right, yes. And I think nationally and even internationally it was seen as this New York crime, it uh, certainly was a New York crime, uh, a metropolitan uh, setting, but not not fire escapes and people looking down and watching the crime unfold beneath them. It was a a fairly quiet, leafy neighborhood with very little crime. People left their doors unlocked at night. They left their cars unlocked at night. Um, Kitty Genovese had a little red Fiat that she was very proud of, and she took the time to lock her car, and the few seconds that um, it took her to do that may have put her in greater peril than she would have been otherwise.
0: What was fascinating about it, and you really piece it together in a, in, a, in a really compelling way, you talk about her personal life, which a lot of people are going to probably be surprised about. I don't know if you want to talk about it now, but uh, some facts about her personal life that, that I don't think were well known.
1: Well, Kitty was gay, and uh, yeah. that was not well known at all, and it was kept quiet during the trial uh, of, of her killer. It had nothing to do with the crime, since she was, she was a random victim, but it certainly had something to do with an interesting life, and I wanted very much for the book to be about her life and not just uh, about her death. Um, her partner, uh, Marianne Zelanco, was awfully helpful to me. Um, they, uh, they inhabited this really colorful time when you would go into Greenwich Village and see, see Bob Dylan and Dave Van Ronk and their hootenannies. Um, you could go to the... Uh, they were building a World's Fair that was just about to open in Queens. Uh, and uh, if you uh, were on the right uh, street, you might see the Beatles go by on their way from JFK <laughs> Airport to go on the Ed Sullivan Show. So uh, it was a remarkable time. It was also, I mean, part of the darkness and foreboding of the story is that it was dangerous to be gay in New York City, even in Greenwich Village uh, at the time. So uh, they, it's not a time when you, you hold hands with your, uh, your girlfriend if you're a lesbian, because there are people who would like to beat you up for it. They felt safe, oddly enough. Uh, safer when they got back uh, to uh, Kew Gardens, got off the train from Manhattan. And, uh, of course, uh, safety is the one thing that, uh, that wasn't uh, going to be provided for Kitty Genovese that night.
0: Interesting. When you, when you think about uh, the media today and all those shows and, and outlets, uh, I'm sure that would have been probably the, the, the second lead of that, uh, that, that story, her lifestyle, right? That's compared to then.
1: Yes, yeah. yes, but, uh, but nobody um, wanted to. Certainly, the prosecution uh, wanted to uh, keep that quiet at the time because they figured they can convict this murderer uh, and hesitated to have the jury think less of Kitty Genovese because of her uh, her sexual orientation. Mm. Uh, it's uh, things have have. Certainly changed, and uh, there's been uh, progress in some ways, and, and not in others, I suppose.
0: You talk about the the killer, and this this guy is uh, is, is, is something the way you describe. him, Winston Mosley, I mean, uh, some graphic details in the book, and uh, I guess not pleasant to write that about it, but uh, fascinating nonetheless. What, what what his life is all about, huh?
1: Yes, it is. It is hard to shield your eyes when you're writing a book, but there there, and uh, um, it's 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 not. Uh, Horribly graphic, I, I feel, but um, graphic in the ways that it needed to be to describe this, this monstrous character who uh, uh, took pleasure in, uh, in attacking defenseless women. He, uh, he had um, increased his criminal activity from burglary to rape to uh, murder. Uh, he's uh, also uh, the kind of character who uh, felt persecuted later. He's been in prison now for 50 years. But um, when he was trying to get paroled, would write the occasional editorial or op-ed story. He wrote an editorial for the New York Times in which he claimed that what he had done did a service for society Hmm. because it alerted us all to the knowledge that uh, we need to help each other when we
0: need help. Yeah, pretty, pretty warped, and uh, I thought it interesting, too, you describe he briefly escaped, which uh, you you wouldn't have expected that to be even, even to happen, you know, even 50 years ago in New York City, but he isn't escaped that, for a while, didn't he? Yeah,
1: isn't that remarkable? Yes, he, uh, well, I think, uh, I think uh, people who favor the death penalty may wind up pointing to uh, the fact that he was convicted of uh, murder and sentenced to death in the electric chair. That was overturned on appeal four years after the crime. He then... Uh, escapes from Attica and goes on a rampage uh, for four days in uh, Buffalo, in which he rapes two more women. Mm. And it takes uh, it takes 200-plus police officers and FBI agents surrounding an apartment where he has taken a hostage uh, to uh, recapture Winston Mosley, uh, who's still in prison and is now the longest-serving prisoner in uh, New York State.
0: Did you get a chance to uh, try and make contact with him in any way? Uh, to Get his uh, thoughts, uh, Ms Booker. I,
1: I definitely tried. He didn't yeah. want to talk to me. No. Uh, I wanted to look him in the eye. Uh, he has said that uh, he's getting tired of telling his story. I, you know, I follow his parole hearings, and uh, he says uh, people uh, want to uh, want to tell his story, but they don't tell it the way that he wants to, and uh, it's probably not going to get him out of prison. Anyway, so uh, he stays there and uh, and I am on good terms with uh, some people in the district attorney's office whose job it is partly to uh, to keep him there every time his parole hearing comes up.
0: Well, it's a fascinating story, and he also kind of weave in a bit uh, of journalism in there as well uh, about uh, the, w- who became the publisher of the New York Times. That is kind of interesting. We don't have time to really talk about that today, but it's one of those kind of books that it reads like a novel, uh, Kevin, even though it's a, you know a sad, tragic story. But uh, but it's it's a fascinating story to read. Do you have a website people can get hold of the book? I know it just came out.
1: Uh, it's available uh, wherever you can look for books. It's certainly at Amazon. It's it's uh, at uh, Barnes and Noble. It's at your local bookstore. Um, There is uh, uh, a lot of uh, uh, availability out there, so I hope uh, people who look for Kitty Genovese can find it uh, easily.
0: Great. Kevin, appreciate you taking a few minutes today, and uh, good luck with the book, and we'll talk to you again sometime. Thanks, sir.